Welcome to Entry Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, a somber part of the LTM Gaming Network as we enter the concluding episode of this season. That doesn't mean the podcast is over. <laughs> yes, it does. Stop listening. <laughs> Turn it off right now. Save yourself. So, so you guys, guys just, just uh, fought and killed Bart Bart this, this. And, and uh, his, his board, board of, of skeletons. skeletons. The clerics of the Raven Queen's temple took heavy, not casualties, because maybe one person is going to end up dying from this, but most just were grievously wounded. But you guys prevented it from being much worse. The battle has just ended, so the clerics have been taking the wounded inside to be cared for. You guys were going through Barthas's belongings, correct? Actually, I believe Kafan suggested that the clerics look in it to look into it in case it was cursed. Yeah, so that it wouldn't, you know, bother us. Well, you guys, as I, as uh, fate told you earlier, are more experienced than anyone in there. So, unless you're going to use them as meat shields, that's what just be like. Here, poke around at this. Mm-hmm. That's what Paul was implying. If that was your. I, I think okay. that's what. No, I will. Okay, Kafan. We'll go over to Barthas' stuff, and I will suggest to Aerith, perhaps we should somehow dispatch these skeletons more thoroughly so they cannot rise again, depending on the level of damage they sustained. And then I will... Can I, like, roll an Arcana check for his stuff to see if I... You can roll an Arcana check. Okay. Oh, that's not great. 18. Okay. I actually think you can identify stuff in this game with a short rest. Right. I was going to say, you can identify it, but <laughs> just your your basic arcana check leads you to believe that there could be uh, powerful items in here, but not everything is, and his like holy symbol, like his personal relic, might carry with it the uh, foul stench of Orcus, the rest of his belongings only have the foul stench of a dead guy who is wearing stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, clearly I want to destroy his Orcus pendant or whatever, his holy symbol. So if I, I just, like, take the my axe and push it off to the side and then try and crush it with my axe. Okay. His holy symbol was... I told you he had, like, a smaller mace in his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one looks like it's carved out of, like, a large bone. Yeah. So that was the symbol that he was using. I'm still trying so, to smash it. Right, right. So you, uh, you raise, the your, bone. You raise <laughs> your axe up and smash down upon it. And uh, it cracks slightly at the first hit. And on a subsequent hit, it breaks completely in two. But not before Aerith can come in and smash it to actual bits, claiming victory over it. <laughs> sure, why not? Just joking. So, so I will then gather up his other things and take them into the temple, and I will ask, I don't know, Cat, who's right here, to, uh, Kafan will say, please assist me by disposing of the destroyed holy symbol of Orcus, which is just outside the temple doors. I will send it to the smith to be burned in the forge. 
Very good. And so she steps outside and picks up pieces and then heads out. Should we do the same thing with the skeletons? <laughs> Make nice little pot, uh, piles of, like, the heads mm-hmm. and legs. I'm going to separate all by type, yeah. <laughs> that just means when it, when it rises, it'll be like a, a skull golem or something. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Everything's a headshot. <laughs> so I'm going to make a pile of femurs. Mm-hmm. Build into a little teepee. <laughs> Ride the teepee across. Oh, wait. Then build it back into a skeleton again. So the next time we take a cart and go back west again, we can just toss all of these individually out. Yep. And then we'll have bone seeking drakes after us. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Aerith, or just a pack uh, of dogs. Goes through the skeletons, finds the key vertebrae in each one, and pulls it out so that it can't reassemble. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, TJ. Thank you. And then he eats them. Mm-mm. Necklace. Oh. Which, I mean, there's a lot of freaking skeletons. It's a big necklace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we go so, back in? Yeah, let's, let's find... Uh, uh, I, will, I will say to Gwen, perhaps we should ask Fate about what Barthus... What was this? Barthus? Barthus. ...said regarding the thingy. Reckoning Star. Thank you. I think that'd be a good idea, see if they didn't know anything about it, what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I've never heard of it. And I say, you've ne- and you've never seen him before correct? Because he seemed awfully preoccupied with you. Yeah, he acted like he knew you. I have no idea what he was going on about. Well, it seems like they... He said something about fighting under the mountains. Was that when... We faced that other necromancer. Yeah. It might have been... He was Nemos? talking about. Say say that again, Steve. Was that Nemos? The name that he mentioned? Stands to reason. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know anything about the, the star. Quinn. Where is Fate? Fate has returned to his study. And that's, you know, straight down the hall? That's the hallway that you that you guys can see because you remember it from your visit. You were show, That's where you met Strongtail and he showed you to Fate's office. Is Strongtail actually dead there? What's going on Strongtail there? is injured. Oh. <laughs> I haven't decided if he'll, he'll, he'll be the one to die or not. No, it needs to be weak, whatever. Weak Grip. Yep, but definitely well, not Elvin. Grip is one of the people who got injured, so... Where did they all go? They're in their rooms. Oh, we just can't see them. Oh, yeah, there's you some names. explored those rooms yet. Yeah. We didn't kick in the door. <laughs> did you guys knock or just walk right in? The door's open. Yeah. If it was closed, I'd knock, but... Okay. You knock, and he says, enter. <laughs> If it's not, if, it, if it's closed, I'll blow it off its hinges. <laughs> we enter. First of all, Fate, uh, are you okay? Oh, I, uh, I haven't had to face any foul creatures of Orcus in, well, since I was much, much younger, and uh, most of my people haven't needed to at all. This is uh, This is a difficult day for us. There are some of us who may not live to see the morrow. Indeed, and we will do what we can to assist uh, in a moment, but we thought we should seek your counsel. Are there many followers of Orcus in this area? Well, as I said, I haven't had to see any of their number since I was much younger. Certainly, it is possible that some crazed fools in Ashkent do him homage, but 
I do not know whether there are any that are known to us. Did you happen to overhear what he said to us before the fighting started? No, I couldn't hear what was being said. We only rushed forth when your companion called to us for help. It seems that he was here trying to recruit me for some foul deed. He mentioned something about, what, he said it was a regret star? Reckoning star. Reckoning star. I believe he said something about a reckoning star, which we'd never heard of before. Roll history, everybody. Hmm. No, I mean, I totally heard about it. I will add my memory of a thousand lifetimes power. I got a 17. It's not really applicable to this roll. What do you mean it's not really applicable? It just adds a d6. I'm telling you it's not really applicable to this particular roll. Okay, well, I rolled a 19 anyway, so eat it. 27. (laughs) I got 17 also. So 17, 17, and 27? Yes. Okay. You were very off-put by what Barthas was saying, and then obviously there was a heat of battle, but now that you've had a moment, you do recall having heard of the Wrecking Star before. Where? And, Kafan, you remember exactly where you've heard that name before. When you were all given parting gifts, uh, parting gifts from Larabelle, they were scrolls with warnings of what to avoid if you wanted to stay on the true path of the Raven Queen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gwen's specifically mentioned the Reckoning Star. Okay, so I will... Oh, okay. Gwen, do you still have your scroll from Larabel from um, oh. Keep of Oran's temple? I believe I do. I will retrieve it from my pack. Okay. And I will read it. TJ, refresh me about what it says. It's on the wiki. <laughs> is it on the is wiki? It? That's what it says, man. And oh. yes, it is in the wiki. It's a question? You will need to go to the wiki, episode 15. Nice tie-in. And I read it, and it says, When should a mortal look to spot the Reckoning Star? And then Fate responds, Hmm, so this question has already been posed to you. Uh, who who shared this information with you? It was uh, Lara Bell. Mm, yes, yes, that name, that name is familiar. Is familiar. Does, does she run a... Is she head of a temple? Yes, it's yes, the she North Keep of Correct? Ah, yes, yes. She would be aware of it then. You see, within the ranks of the Raven Queen, there are some who misinterpret the will or the intentions of her edicts. And one such group is known as the Cabal of the Reckoning Star. They believe that the Reckoning Star holds the promise of the end of the world and would use this information to destroy everything in the hopes of delivering more souls to the Raven Queen. But since we know that the Raven Queen does not hold power over souls once they pass through her, we know that that does not truly bring her, that would not bring her power. It's hard to have followers and everybody's dead. Indeed. But I've never known Orcus to care for bringing about the end of the world. He enjoys chaos and torment. If the world is over, who would sow the chaos? Who could be tormented? But is he not also the prince of undeath? Perhaps he wants the world, or the living world to end, to be ushered in by a world of undeath ruling. 
It is possible, but again, I would imagine his happiness would lay in the undead ruling and subjugating and terrorizing some few who might still be allowed to live. Mm, good point. So why would they think I have any part in this? <laughs> I do not know. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> he spoke to you for a time. Did he give you any hints at all? Only that it seemed like they'd been interested in me in a while, but I don't know why they would be. Well, unfortunately, I um, I, I don't have any more information to provide you than what I can tell you about the cabal that lives underneath us. We do what we can to squash out their roots and prevent them from taking hold of any certain number of followers, but every once in a while they sprout up like a mushroom. Well, thank you for that knowledge. Uh, unless you guys have any more questions, I think we should go help with the injured and we can think about what we should do next. Yeah, I'll just follow. As will I. Thank you, Fate. Thank you all for your help. He, they may have been here for you in particular, but they also could have just been coming to terrorize us. And without you here, I fear that none of us may have survived. I'm glad that they have, but I regret my part in this if it brought them here. <laughs> Aerith mentally goes, I'm not. <laughs> it is unfortunate that we were unable to question Barthas more fully. Maybe he would have revealed some information about where he came from. Is it not disturbing fate that uh, he was able to raise this skeleton army or company within the walls of Ashkent and bring them here? It is disturbing that so many arose at one time, but knowing nothing about where this creature came from, it is difficult to know whether he desecrated the graves within the city to do so, or whether he brought them through some access point. Perhaps it would be wise to dispatch some number of your clerics to check cemeteries and gravesites within the city walls, and yes. perhaps renew some wards. Yes, this is this is all good. I will I will send runners immediately. If you have no nothing further, I will go handle that net right now. No, thank you, Fate. Of course. And uh he heads out. Should we try to help use our healing skills? Uh you make you can. We'll just say that um you guys tend to all of all of the uh injury how you have um you have the others that are sort of just milling about, about. Waiting, waiting for instructions, instructions give, you, give you a hand, and uh, they show you to all the rooms of the injured people. Are you going to see the whole map now? Well, you'll see all the rooms where there are people that are injured, unless you guys, you know, request to see something special. I don't think so. Nope. Yeah. Like I said, they show you where everyone's at, and you guys can go tend to all of them. You do an excellent job of healing everybody. Weak Grip has lost an arm. <laughs> And just that you can't recover. But uh, everybody else has bad cuts or bruises, you know, con bad contusions, but you're able to administer to all of them. And in the end, despite how bad things looked, you guys ensure that nobody dies. Yeah. I don't know. I think weak whatever. Gonna have to just, like, weak grip is going to just have the pillow shoved in on his face, like... 
Jack Nicholson. Ken, you have it in for recrypt, don't you? Oh, he succumbs to a horrible infection six weeks from now. Did you, did you get a new power that lets you do something with a dead person? Mm, I like death. So everyone is uh, currently, all those people are uh, currently bedridden, but other than that, like I said, doing much better. At some point, if we're healing people and finishing up or something, I will pull Gwen and Aerith aside and just say, I believe we need to discuss what we plan to do next. That's a very good idea. I would suggest... Now, TJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but do we know that the Dark Council is like a secret thing? Like, we don't know where it is? That is correct. You know that it is secretive. You don't know the mem- who the members are or where they reside. Uh, okay, I will. I will say to Gwen and Aerith if he's paying attention. Uh, I would suggest we attempt to find the Dark Council. It might be wise to try to bring them the information that uh, this cult of Orcus is searching for the uh, star. My, my thought is I am more concerned that there is some rot within the church the council itself the Raven Queen and within the council mm-hmm. itself how else would the mm-hmm. servant of Orcus even know about you mm-hmm. I don't know it's, it's disturbing and again what what would they want with me mm-hmm. but you know if you're searching for a star you'd think you'd want someone more educated or scholarly mm-hmm. but there's certainly power within you and has been since I've known you why, thank you. Is Steve still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I was oh, going to okay. say, and it's unwise to assume that the star is a literal celestial body and not something mm-hmm. more figurative, perhaps, but not in, you know not limited to a person. True. I it should be. Uh, I don't know how the, how to handle this. If if we want to uh, ask Faith if he has any knowledge on how to meet with the council directly, or should we? send for instructions and ask that we request to meet with them? I do not know how we could find them, mm-hmm. but I would simply urge caution. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> Aerith, do you remember from your time with Boothol anything that would be of help regarding where he was getting, or where he came from? That's a great question. <laughs> and to answer that question, I'm going to turn it over to the DM. <laughs> when you say where he came from, I mean, you guys know where he came from. Right. You saw where he came from. But we don't know what happened between him, teenage runaway, and meeting up with Aerith. Well, you know that at some point he met up with Larabelle because she was his teacher for a while. I'll say this. Aerith, where did you meet Boothal? I don't know if it had a name. Well, Steve, based on, like, the map and the general area of the world, did you have an idea of where you originated from. Do you want me to bring up the map? Sure. It's like one block down and two blocks over from this temple that we're in right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember. Right over there. (laughs) Look out the window. (laughs) Joey Jojo Shamanu's house. You forgot about Junior. Joey Jojo. Ooh, map. I mean, I brought the map out of my pack. Mm -hmm. Our map is like only one little tiny portion of this. (laughs) Shh. We drew some more on the back. Oh, okay. Uh, in my mind, could have easily been north of number one. Oh, damn it, Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, okay. The, it, it, it just took that us, is... like, our entire lives to cross from there to here. 
<laughs> I know, but we can do a fast forward montage this time. Uh, okay. That Steve is about where I was going to see say uh-huh. anyway. If you didn't have an idea, I was maybe going to say uh, east of there, like east of the mountains in the yellow part. But if you want to say you were north of there, that's fine too. I was just thinking more remote. Well, pretty much anywhere that's not right near a number. I know, I know, but I'm saying remote. even like it's not even a place that people would accidentally stumble through, you know, looking to trade because it. But anyway, that's not the point. That's what I was. No, thinking. see, it's it's not that far away. We just go east across the right. water, right? Now. Right. Is that a yeah. thing, TJ? And then like, we run in all seriousness, or is the world flat? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the ocean is bigger than what is shown to the east and then to the west of the continent. So it's not just like hundred miles or whatever it would be. It's more significant than that. But my intentions were that this is the only continent on the planet. So the rest is ocean. Okay. You have to like look for like the passageway. So I will convey that I met him, you know, near where I was, north of number one. North of Sasa. I do not think that helps us. If he came from Firemount and was trained in the keep of Iran, possibly with Larabel and ended up near Sasa mm-hmm. that is a huge range. And in the time that you guys spent together, you mostly stayed sort of in that northwestern half of the or northwestern quarter of the continent, Steve. Oh, okay. I mean, practically, the next time we get a raven, maybe we should come up with some sort of tracking spell and maybe there's a way for us to track it if we get another one. Have, so have they, we gotten one since I just remember Gwen sending off in Firemount. Have, have we gotten Oh no, we we went to Dry Barrel. Have we gotten yep. one since Dry Barrel? You have neither sent nor received one okay. since you left uh, Fire Mound. Well, then maybe we need to initiate mm-hmm. and hope for a response and then see about mm-hmm. trying to track it based on you know, on that. I think what we got done with Dry Barrel, and I think we were coming here to just be in a more hook up, a larger place. Yeah, yeah, hook up with a larger temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we do need to send some communication out and say that we resolve that, but. Oh. We didn't send one out after that? What was that, Matt? We didn't send one out after no. Driver Okay. Uh, un- I mean, I will grant you that I... Was that the session that we have lost, Paul? The session that we have lost was we were on the road... Fire Mount? Leaving Dry Barrel. Leaving Dry Barrel, yeah. Yeah. So that session's missing, so I guess it's possible. I don't think that we did... I I am pretty confident that you guys just kind of hit the road right away because of the uncomfortableness of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first time you stopped to rest, you were attacked. And then the next time you stopped to rest is when you saw the Zamboni. And then you... Okay. Yeah, I guess it was pretty quick after that, yeah. so... Yeah. So, want me, Gwen, maybe that should be the next thing that you do, send a raven. Mm-hmm. Or send... I don't know what you do. Send word... Send word to, to the council saying that yeah we resolved the uh, Blackwing situation and mm-hmm. and dealt with this issue yeah and ask for guidance I suppose mm-hmm. and ask and, and ask for a face to face meeting the worst yeah. they'll say is no yeah, no yeah I will go and prepare that 
Were you checking on the items that you got from uh, yes. Barthus? Yes, I uh, will. Did you see if there's any clues with that? So. I will continue. I did destroy his holy symbol. Oh, well, there was the key to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It probably had his address on it. Right. right. If found, please return to. <laughs> For reward. Okay. So, yeah, I guess Gwen's going to send off word, and I'm going to check his stuff. And Aerith is going to... Creepily look at the dead bodies and <laughs> really consider snuffing out weak grip because he looked sickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go real quick. Uh, Gwen, what does your note say? Uh, I think I was just going to put, like, yeah, we, uh, Blackwing situation and driver all resolved. And I guess I put a short description that there's another group basically impersonating them, and that was the issue. And then uh, I guess I'll say that, yeah, we are in Ashkent now at the temple uh, awaiting further instructions, but. We would, based on uh, current developments, we'd request a face-to-face meeting with the with the council. Okay. Do you go to your room to write that? Um, I'd probably go outside because I think I can do it there and then do the whole process and do the ritual. Yeah. All so right. it seems like it seems like we do it outside mm-hmm. since I think a raven shows up. So. Kafan, man, where are you looking through the items at? I guess in the whatever cell they gave me or us. Okay, okay. Well, well what you find is uh, his armor was left behind, so you have a set of leather armor. He dropped his mace, which seems to be finely made. There is a small pouch that holds uh, five roughly cut diamonds, hmm. and there was a loose piece of it's not parchment because it looks leathery but it's not leather because it's silverish what? how about if you give me a uh, religion roll I got a 30 you have seen in one of your past lives something like this this is the cured skin of an angel. Oh, good oh. God. Ew. <laughs> and good thing he changed Aerith walks in, mmm, jerky. <laughs> <laughs> and the markings upon it are writings in celestial. Supernal? Is it is celestial supernal? I thought it was Fory. Whatever. Well, uh, I, I mean, if that's if that's what it is, let me look real fast. Yeah, supernal. Okay. Do you speak supernal? Yes. Yes, or yes with a wink. <laughs> no, I believe that, like the first episode when we established that I sucked at picking languages, supernal was one of the ones that it was supernal and draconic that I then knew. Okay. Well, you're in luck. Well, here you read it, and it says. It seems to be written in like a sort of a sort of verse. Child of tree and stone can hope to return. He who was by spilling forth reckoning stars light. Okay, I will not share that with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I will show it to to Aerith and Gwen 
Do I have any idea he who was was? You can't, can't say his like name. A, Voldemort is like a common. World. Yeah, it's Voldemort. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it the? Was it gonna be that uh, wizard guy? Can you? This is a history check. Can everyone give me a? Uh, or the religion check. Ooh. Hall can add your history <gasps> of or a memory of a thousand lifetimes. I rolled a natural twenty. Nice. Twenty-seven. I got a thirty total again with my Shut history. Up. I only got a twenty-two. Why well, I got an extra D six too, Steve? Shut up. Yeah, you just <laughs> rub it in. <laughs> okay, so wait, what was your total, Matt? Twenty-two. And Paul was thirty-seven. No, no, <laughs> thirty. Yes, thirty-seven. 37. <laughs> and Steve, you had a natural twenty, and your total was twenty-seven. 27. Okay, that's why I was getting the numbers. Wait. Okay. Yeah, you just said religion, right? Yes. Re- uh, religion. 27. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you both know. Um, Aerith isn't sure why you know this, and Kafan is beginning to recover some memories. He who was is the reference to the dead god who most likely was the patron of humanity, was killed by Asmodeus. Or Asmodeus. <laughs> Rock me, Asmodeus. <laughs> uh, and, like, no one remembers this god beyond just the fact that there was one? Or His, the, the god's name is lost. We oh. assume it's a... Was a... He, uh, based on he who was, but the name is lost, and uh, most people know nothing about this missing god but Aerith you when you hear he who was you know that it is this missing god and you have a very strong and vivid recollection you're standing in a stone room there is a window and you look out and you're looking down upon the trees am I high up or are these just really small trees if you don't know, then you don't know. Oh, okay. You're stopping someone. There's purple light everywhere. And now you're back at the Raven Queen's Temple. This also seems to tie into the message that I received from Laravel. If we're speaking of a dead god, mine said, where do dead gods belong? But do I think he who was was like a good... He was a good... I mean, obviously, the patron of humanity and killed by Amadeus... <laughs> you just said I'm a day. Um, I know. You also seem to recall from one of your from actually from your most recent life that it was believed that he who was may also have been the god of peace. Is his name Falco? Falcor? <laughs> no. <laughs> Rock never mind. Here are the pieces we have. Why would a messenger cleric of Orcus be interested in the Reckoning Star to end the world if this Reckoning Star also brings back the lost god of peace. Perhaps it brings back more than just the one god. Maybe they hope to bring back a different one. It's just an item of power. This might have been one of those irresistible forces, you know, meets a immovable object. So two gods may have been lost. Mm Mm-hmm. One good, one bad, but 
two gods enter, one god leaves. <laughs> <laughs> but it does explain, then, their desire for you, Gwen. If that's what that Tri- truly means. Child of tree and yeah. stone. Perhaps mm-hmm. it's not specific to you as much as it is a dwelf. Do we decide that you're called? Mm-hmm. A dwelf. I don't know if we have decided on a name. But... <laughs> We're going to call elf. you a dwelf. We're going to call you an elf. <laughs> Yo! Now it's going to be stuck in my head. Perhaps at any of your race, your mm-hmm. of your parentage, but I would think that Gwen's parentage is not a common pairing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aerith says, yes, it is my understanding that elves are seen for their beauty and dwarves not as much. <laughs> I will admit that I don't think I've met another or too many others. To your knowledge, your parents have no family or friends where an uh, elf has taken a dwarf as partner. So we're just special. My intent was you guys reading that, Aerith having the flashback, and um, I wanted to give a little something to Paul about something about his last moments from his previous life being revealed. But I don't Big know. Big reveal. If, I don't know if you want me to uh, allude to it right now or. I don't care. Remember, Paul doesn't mind okay. uh, surprises being ruined. Your part of your goal was in order to bring all living things to a state where they could choose their time to live was to remove the Raven Queen from power Ooh. and to bring a new god into that role. Mm. And yet I'm still somehow chosen by the Raven Queen to be in her service. Are you sharing this with us? Or is this, you have the flashback and you don't really say anything? I, I'll I'll say I I remember something with which may be relevant. What do you think it means? You should know that what I'm about to tell you must never be repeated. My previous incarnation was as Valid. Was what? Valid. Does that mean something to me? I don't know if that means anything. You, no. I don't. If you've listened to the first episode recently, I haven't. then you would certainly know. In the backstory of the world, Valid is the person who basically broke up the empire of civilization oh. by trying to cast a spell to bring peace to the world and inadvertently brought waves of undead. Is he the frozen cowboy? No. Uh. He was the mage of oh. the frozen cowboy. Ah, But I'm glad that stuck out to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. My service to the Raven Queen is my atonement. I thought that when Devas fell, they became Rakshasas. How did you avoid such a fate? Only by the grace of the Raven Queen. Mm. <laughs> You're just like Mal from Firefly. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's all there is. <laughs> See, that's why we should end this. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that's a wrap. And, and that was, that was, yeah, that yeah, was kind that of where I went. Right right uh, any, any final thoughts in three sentences, TJ? You won't get a chance to do this again for six years. I don't know. I hated my story for the first... Uh, 
What session is this? 17? 18. 18? <laughs> I hated my story for the first 17 sessions, but, uh... <laughs> and strong. No, I, uh... I, at least as strong as weak, weak grip is. <laughs> one-armed. <laughs> sure, my story is a one-armed dragonborn. There you go. No, I, um... I, I certainly worried that it wasn't very entertaining for you guys, the players, because I was trying to let you choose what you wanted to do, but we were sort of in a position where you guys said, no, we're going to be part of this religion and we're all going to follow the same people. And I set it up in a way like, oh, okay, well, that's how we'll do it. Then I'll use this sort of framework. And so then I was setting you on missions. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. How often did we just do the the thing you thought we weren't going to do? Like I was listening back to uh, with Gardane, where we were just kind of like, "Nah, we don't want your crappy guy in our group. <laughs> you should totally take Gardane." And we're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, not not so much." I I spent a little bit of time putting him together. I thought you would bring him along, but like it certainly didn't ruin anything for me for you guys to not have yeah. him. It just meant we were playing, you know, hamstringing ourselves. Well, but I don't know how much oh, hamstringing you are if you don't include TJ's character. Fair enough. It's true. Lots of ones rolled. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, really, like, that's the only significant thing I can think of. Like, for the most part, you guys... Uh, I need to remember that you guys are always extra cautious, so I should probably start making that pay off more often for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're or not dead. Can, like, that's a payoff. Totally hose for it, yeah. Yeah, so I hope you didn't really love Entry Rising because otherwise you'll be sad because it's going to be a long time before you get to see these people again. <laughs> but I hope it at least entertained you and that you'll enjoy the next round of LTM Podcasts, uh, which is Matt. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Matt's he- campaign is called the... The what? The good, the bad? The good, the bad, and the yes. shiny. Okay. Well, so I didn't know if CJ was filling it in since he was no, no, I, speaking I was the like, outro. So. I, I figured I've been doing way too much talking for anyone to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're ready to hear someone else talk yeah, for a while. Yeah, so when, when oh, we good. next come back, it will be with a new campaign, a new DM. You won't have to listen to TJ as much anymore. A new system, new t- rules, challenges. Yep. We will explore the world. All of sorts of fun. More, more mm-hmm. of Paul's questioning of what's going on with the rules and yeah. how we can yep. manipulate the DM to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's my job. Yep. <laughs> Until you are the GM. Right. And then you just say no to everything because right. you're a jerk. <laughs> that's not true. He let me climb on a desk. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, well, actually... It is very helpful. Hmm. You know what? It may not be Matt's campaign that comes next after this. It may be the Crisis campaign. Oh, because you've been doing the editing for it? Uh, like depending on how the editing goes. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. It may be a little while, like another 40-some weeks before Matt's campaign gets actually on <laughs> into, into the, the mix. Into the yeah, wild? So That's we'll right. See. This, this just gives you a time to add uh, sound effects, right? right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More (laughs) post-processing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming or our website, LTMGaming.com. 